Welcome to Ron and Nick's Best Friend Podcast, where we talk about finding the friend who helps us live in freedom, truth, and love. That's the truth. All right. Welcome to Ron and Nick's Best Friend Podcast. A podcast that you cannot live without. You cannot live without. As a matter of fact, if you've been living without it, we don't know. You must be on life support. So <laughs> we're so glad that you're here. Yeah, I'm, I'm wearing my festive red. Yes, and I'm using my new shirt that my daughter got me. It's called Untuck It. Oh, an is that untuck- an Untuck It shirt? Yeah, it is. I, you know what? I noticed right away you were looking classy. Today. Thank you very much. I, you're, I, you're, I would not spend the money to buy a shirt like that for me. Your daughter got but it my, for you. My daughter and my son-in-law got it, and they love me, so that was great. I might get one of those. That looks really nice. Okay. Uh, Last week, we're going to get to it straight to it. Straight uh, to it. Because we talked about... Can it, I do my commercial for, yeah, go for Pale it. Horse? Yeah, yeah, go. Pale Horse Coffee. If you don't drink Pale Horse, your teeth are going to fall out. There you go. Amen. They're in Chesapeake, right? In What's the deal? There's something about the military, right? Yeah. Well, it's kind of a first responders military, you know. Their, their theme is, I think, what does it say? Coffee, country first, coffee second. <laughs> it's like stay angry. It's a picture of the Grim Reaper on here. It's, uh, it's all military themed stuff. Great coffee, though. You should check it out. Okay. So last week, we talked about a subject that is very, 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 very serious. Infidelity. Yep. Uh, it was on um, uh, episode 85. So if you're hearing this, which is probably episode 86, you need to go to 85 first and then go to 86 because we're going to continue to talk. Um, okay. And there was a very uh, interesting conversation uh, that we had about identity uh, during that podcast. And I'm just going to tell you, listen, if, if you... Um, want to persevere, uh, whether you're the offended, okay, or the offendee, uh, this is a podcast that you're going to need to listen to or share it with a friend that is going through this. Hey, listen, I'm going to start like this. I'm going to play a quote that was... I'm not going to say the highlight, but it was very important. Let me just start there, start it here, and then I'll continue, and then we're going to go to it. Here it is. This is from episode 85. That's it. Jesus said, I came that they might have life and have it to the full. John 10, 10, we say it all the time. John 10, 10, he came that you might have life and have it to the full. There's no, that's the period on the end of the sentence. It doesn't say, if you don't have a cheating spouse. If you don't have, if you haven't cheated on your spouse. It doesn't say that. It's an absolute statement. Jesus comprehensively says, no, I can give you an identity that can stand up to adultery. Whether you're the one who did it or you're the one who was on the receiving end, I'll give you an identity that's stronger than that, that actually stands up and says, okay, in this place, now I can offer corrective action. Okay, you need to... All right. That was a very important part, Ron, in, in, in um, in our podcast last week. And I just want to talk about how you know, I was um, huh, like delivered from my sin. I was redeemed from my sin. Okay, and because I was the uh, uh, offender and the offendee in my past, and uh, let's just talk plain talk, okay? Because that sounds kind of like churchy talk. Redeemed and delivered. I was I was given a new identity, and you know, almost like going to the 
going to the DMV. You lose your identity card and you go to the DMV and <clears throat> hey, say, hey, but I lost my identity. And he gives you a new identity and it comes back. Maybe, maybe you're Brad Pitt. I don't know. I'm pulling a Billy Joel. If you're like a Billy Joel fan. Um, Tom Brady. You're now Tom Brady. Well, my new identity was uh, child of God, family, kid of God, and it changed my life. And, I, and this is where I want to go. Because you want to, you told the story about, hey, Nick, what, what, what happened? Tell him what happened. You had a long talk. You had a long talk with God when, when this happened to you, when my wife left. And I just want to just very quickly talk about this because you missed the most, I think, most important part to that story. I walk in to my home on a Friday night after work, 11 o'clock, work, uh, 11 o'clock and um, furniture is gone. Every picture of my past with kids, wife is gone, and I walk into an empty house, okay? And so that's what happens. And what did I do? The first thing I did, and I've never really done that since, is I fell on my knees and I said, okay, God, you got my attention. And um, my journey started at that point. Took a long walk. And probably for the first time in my life, I start talking truth. And it was a long walk. And it was a fight with Satan. And it was a fight. And it wasn't a fight with God. It was a fight with Satan. Who was, he was telling me who I was. And it was just a, a fight. It was a fight. It was a long fight. In the first time in my life, I was just speaking total truth. And I, I'm just going to tell you this. God listens to you with a pure heart. And when you're speaking truth, he speaks in truth. When you speak in truth, he returns it um, with speaking to you because he loves a tender heart. Two days later, I asked someone about going to a church. Is there a church they recommended? Hey, they've been, they visited Atlantic Shores. I go to Atlantic Shores. This is two days later. I go to the service. I fill out a thing, you know, where it says your name, your address. Are you married or not married? I put in this in the in, in a, a X in between married and not married. I come straight home after that. I'm trying to get my life straight, right? And <clears throat> I get a call from this guy sitting next to me. Can you believe that? Now, two days later, I fall on my knees. You got my attention. What do you want me to do? I have this fight with Satan through this long walk. Two days later, I go to church. I get a call from this guy, and this is the first words that Ron ever said to me. Hello? Uh, hey, is this Nick? Yeah, yeah, this is Nick. Who's this? Hey, this is Ron Jones from uh, Atlantic Shores. Oh, oh, how are you? I, you know, I just left 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, what's your story? And too much to go through on the story, but it was the beginning of my second rebirth of my life and the reason it was a second rebirth it was this I finally got true with God start taking talk start talking truth to him and and <clears throat> and my life started all over again instantly I want to talk about our identity and who God told me on that long walk who I was I was not the sinner I was his son I was his kid and he loved me and I, I embraced it, and my life started changing from there. <clears throat> Period. What, what did I miss last week? I don't know. Well, where I fell okay. to my knees. 
fell on your knees. And I said, God, you got my attention. Oh, okay. Okay, I'm sorry. You've been telling me this for years. I need to focus on you. I've been involved with my world, my life, my goals. And now I don't even have a picture of what I tried to uh, to build. I've yeah. lost my furniture. I've lost my kids. I've lost my wife. I have no memory. Okay, you got my attention. Mm. I didn't give up. I just knew he was the way back to, uh, I don't know what the word is, life. Mm. People go through this, Ron. I, I, and the reason we're talking again for the second time is it rocks your life. If I had taken a different direction, everything I were, I could have said this, and this was a fight. Everything I've worked for, I've lost. It was not worth it. Heck with everybody. I'm just going to live my life. Screw this. Screw that. I'm just, I'm over it. I've been jilted. I've been cheated. I've been, I don't know. And people are suffering through this. I know they are. <clears throat> and I got a new identity. Let's talk about that. Well, we talked last week about uh, the infidels and infidelity and faithlessness um, and not believing that God had a name for you. Mm. And that's how you end up in those places. But the truth is you actually started out in that place. Like everybody is born this way, born for God, born without God. <clears throat> and um, mm. so you don't really know who he is and then you have to find out who he is and find out if he's for you and uh and then that's how we have the what jesus did is the best thing in the world for us because we can go oh wow god must really be for me i mean look how far he would come look, look what he would do um which is a confidence builder which is faith you know okay i can i can come and then you get to know him and start you know more and more believing that he that he really is for you and really wants you to know who you are too. I think it's uh it's interesting how many times there's an inflection point in our lives that is like that. That was an inflection point where you go, all right, <clears throat> what you just said is I'm going to go one direction or another. A lot of people. <clears throat> that what you mean by inflection? Yeah, it's just it's a change in direction. Okay, okay. Um. Can you you can go on from there and insist upon creating your own your own new identity um, out of the things that are broken? You could have done that. A lot of, you probably know a lot of people who do um, who do go ahead and create a new identity out of the rubble of mm. their mm. their broken identity. A lot of people in that situation will just go get another woman, another man. You know, I'll just I'll switch families and I'll swap kids. You know, and just and do start out <clears throat> all over. What's interesting about that is they carry their false identity into their new relationships, oh, and wow. That's true. <clears throat> and then they have trouble, you know, negotiating there because uh, you're you're made to be somebody. You're made to be an authentic human being before God, and uh, you're you're really going to be restless until you. Until you get there. Until you get where? Okay, rest, what does that mean? I mean, I think there's a deep sense of of questioning our worth. 
<clears throat> inside of each of us. There's a deep sense of, am I really worthy? Am I, am I important? Am I special? Am I unique? Am I talented? Am I loved? You know, uh, <clears throat> and, uh, and you're restless before the world. You're restless before the world, trying to get something to, to make you satisfied. To go, oh, you know, it's like that old song, I can't get no satisfaction. <laughs> no, you can't. Not, not out of this world. You can't get it out of your restaurant, your cars, your bank account, your wife, your children, uh, your, your career, your, your, your talent, your, your uh, craft, you know, your art. You can't get it out of that. And, um, but when you, when you have this train wreck mm-hmm. of, um, of coming up against the, the things that you've done to gain identity and they come up short, when you fell on your knees and said, God, mm-hmm. okay, you got my attention, like, I don't know what the actual content of that prayer was from your heart. I, a lot of people right there are actually just saying, hey, God, give me back my life. Could Give me back my wife. Give me back my kids. Can, can you return things to normal, please? No, that's very interesting. Because that's, I'll be okay. Please just give me back. I don't, I'm yeah, really yeah. not interested no, in no. your image of me. That was I just good. want back what I just lost that I didn't know, you know. And then we have conversations, these love conversations about, oh, you know, I didn't know what I had until I lost <laughs> it. And, no, what you really is, you didn't know that you didn't have anything until you lost nothing, which is what Paul says. You know, I count all things as lost um, to gain the, you know, yeah. to gain Christ Jesus. And what he basically says, I count them all as rubbish. He said, I've lost everything, but I count it nothing. And you go, what? That's the moment. That's the inflection point. That's where you go, wait a second. He lost everything. Which is you? You would go. Oh, please, God, just give me back. Give me back everything I yeah, lost. Sure. My wife, yeah. my yeah. my husband, yeah. my the way things used to be. I just want it all back. Please. I just didn't realize how good I had. Yeah, it. I just didn't really. Could you give it back to me? <laughs> and Paul says, I lost all that. And then I said, Nah, wasn't anything. Oh my gosh. And then you go, Okay, that's pretty radical because you can't lie about that. I mean, if you if you to call me up that day and I said, What's your story? And you said, Hey, you know, this is all going on. And I lost my whole family, I lost my wife, and I really have counted as nothing. And I would have gone, you say, what? You, <laughs> what? No. You really lost something. And what he's saying, no, in comparison to finding himself before Jesus, which is eventually what happens to Saul, because remember, he was Saul. And then <laughs> Jesus gets to him, interacts with him, mm. and changes his name. Okay, now you're Paul. Like, that's a radical new identity. It's not just a change of name. It's like, it's an identity so big, which is what you quote you said. It's so big that it goes, okay, cheating, infidelity, losing my family, even losing my health, losing my money, losing my business. Um, Mm -hmm. No, I've got Jesus. And that is so big. That identity is so big that anything that hits it is like a Nerf dart. You know, I remember. That was good. You're not going to. That's very good. I like that. Here's the deal. I did. This is what I did pray, and, and just finally, for after thirty years, it comes to me. Uh, this is my prayer. All right, you got my attention. Here's what it was, man. Ron, I've never remembered this, but it came to me just now. I just want to follow you. That's what it was. Didn't talk about 
bringing my family back. I'll do this if I, you do this. It was, I just want to follow you. I know you've been talking to me for the past 10 years, and I've been putting you off. All right, you got my attention. I just want to follow you. And then the long walk came, and the things that Satan says to you and tells you who you are, and it's that that's the fight, you know. No, I'm not that. And then it, he directs you, okay, you can do this, and then you can do this, and this is how you're going to fix it. And I just and I, it, the fight was, no, 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 no. I just want to hear from God. I just want to hear from God. Get off my, <laughs> this was the line, get off my shoulders. Get off my shoulders, Satan, get off. In the name of Christ, get off my, it was, <laughs> I was going, you know, Norfolk has its uh, seedy areas. I was walking through those areas, and I'm just telling you, uh, I don't care if you were a mugger or a thief or whatever. You didn't want to mess with me. I was a white dude walking through these neighborhoods, talking out loud. People were like walking on the other side of the road. Okay, <laughs> that's how it was. It was, I, it was just a fight. Huh. Yeah. And that night, my life changed hmm. again. Hmm. And it keeps changing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you you have to have more and more and more of those moments. You have to have more and more and more of those moments where you come more and more aware oh. of how big how big the new identity is. Oh, talk let's talk about that. Well, wow. Like, like I said, it's, okay, if if you were to walk into uh, your job today in your full son of God, daughter of God identity, like you how big is that that's a very very big identity it's imposing it's formidable i mean we've talked about this a little before but that that new name uh it isn't just you're following jesus it's that jesus is in, in is in you and with you and you you are walking with him and in the in the new identity with new purpose and wherever you go the kingdom of god comes with you that's an that's an imposing thing um do you this whole idea like do you want to work do you want to be in full-time ministry there is no other ministry <laughs> there's there's no other there's, wow wow as a matter of fact i think some of the people who are in full-time ministry aren't you know they 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 they, they need to reassess what they're doing like uh and i, and I say that you know earnestly and honestly as a guy because as a person who suffered from it like you can't become a professional christian there is no such thing. You you can't become a a person whose profession is to um, extend the kingdom of God. That's a that is a toxic, deadly way to live. As opposed to coming to the understanding that as a son of God, where you walk into Orpax today, the kingdom of God's going in there with you. Now, there's going to be a lot of things that happen in in the course of a day, and in the course of uh, uh, let's just say go home. I'm going to go home to my wife today. If I walk into my home in my identity as a son of God, I, there are things that she's going to say that need to be dealt with. They need to be, some need to be corrected. Some need to be, uh, you know, turned back and say, you, you need to look, look at this. Some need to be corrective in me. But I can receive those only in my true identity in a way that says, okay, when you... When I get this information, it's not changing my core identity. Oh my gosh. Uh, I've been I've been using this illustration, and you, uh, you probably won't get it, but everybody else will. 
there's a movie called The I Matrix. Won't get it? Yeah, oh, probably yeah, yeah, not. Yeah, okay, you, I got you. You, this movie is a very famous movie, and you should go watch it. You you should watch it. I right. know you won't, but you should. There's this guy named uh, Neo. Um, it comes into his true identity. At the very end of the movie, he stands up, and he actually sees the whole world the way that it is. Like, and and he's been living in this computer-generated matrix, this fake world. Mm-hmm. And as he stands up in his true identity, he sees it all for what it is. And these bad guys, these agents, they're called agents, three of them all whip out you know, huge handguns and just automatic, semi-automatic weapons, boom, 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 and they fire you know, 16, 17 bullets at him. And they're all coming at him, and he sees them the circular right. motion of them yeah. and then he does this it's the it's the coolest highest identity of christ thing i've ever seen in a movie he holds his hand out and, it, and just holds his hand out in front of him he doesn't really i don't think he says says anything he just holds his hand out like stop and all the bullets come to a come to a stop right in front of him and then he looks at one of them and he picks it out of the air and he looks at it and then he drops it on the floor and then all the other bullets fall down on the floor. Now, that is, that's my true identity. Like, that's me. I love me. that. All those things are coming at me. I love that. When I stand up in my true identity, I go, oh, okay, these things are actually being shot at me. Hey, listen, uh, adultery, yeah. infidelity, um, people who are angry with me, failure, they are coming at me. But I tell you what, I can actually stop them. I can pick them out of the air and that's I can great. go, okay, let me look at that bullet. Dude, that's a legitimate bullet. Oh. That thing right there, I need to take into account, I did this thing. Or I need to say this thing or whatever, right? But it's not going to come into my heart. It's not going to penetrate me. It can't. That's great. Again, then the end of the scene is Neo runs down the hallway and jumps into the bad guys and explodes them, which is pretty cool, which is us. I mean, it's a picture of the kingdom of God. Like, eh. no, he who is in me is greater than he who is in the world. I can jump right into him and blow him up. And that voice on your shoulder, I mean, you, you basically live Neo while you're walking down the road. What was happening was you were, you were having an awakening. Oh, I, I know who I am. That's right. Yeah, you know, your right. your wife left you a note, and here's what your your that note, the content of the note. I don't, you know, you never shared with me the exact words, but here's the content. It sh- it could have just said this: "You are an infidel. You are a cheater." It it could have been, "Here is your scarlet letter, and it's A. I'm going to put it on your chest. It's going to be a big, huge A. You you get the scarlet letter, adulterer, and that's what you're going to wear the rest of your life, and you." You got that and held it, and instead of saying, okay, well, I'm an adulterer, and put it on your chest, you fell down on the ground and you said, okay, you better tell me who I am now. And you know what was so cool? Jesus was right there. He was like, okay. Okay, oh son, gosh. I'll tell you who you are. You ready? Let's go for a walk. <laughs> let's, just, let's go for a walk and I'll tell you who you are. Thanks for joining us today for this week's episode of Ron and Nick's Best Friend Podcast, where we talk about who? The best friend who tells us how to live in freedom, truth, and love. For more information about him or the show, you can join us at www.ronandnicksbestfriend.com. And don't forget to subscribe. I think it's great. No, that's there's great stuff there. <laughs>